Welcome back to another episode of That's Orgasmic Shaggers. Today we are talking about periods, sex education, body hair, body shaming and self-love. So please enjoy today's episode. Today I'm here with Kiara French. We're talking all things periods. Kiara has an Instagram sex with chi that shares content all about sexual health. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Are you able to delve into why you like started this Instagram and why sexual health is something that you're passionate about? Yep. So I'll start a little bit earlier on. So when I decided and realized that I was very passionate about sexual health, I kind of had like a major flashback to when I was in primary school to when we had those interrelate or that's what is in New South Wales or Sydney I'm not sure if it's like that in other states but basically someone just came in and was teaching all the primary school kids about sexual health and when I was there I was not embarrassed and everybody else was so embarrassed and scared and was like oh my god they said period (laughs) and I was like I don't understand this like awkwardness that we're having and the next day I went and taught my like 10 year old friends everything that we had learned early on so when I was an adult and I was like oh I have to teach sexual health this all makes sense it went back to when I was little and I was like I get it I understand I kept that from when I was little having no embarrassment just being passionate about helping my friends helping others to learn about all of this stuff that I thought was quite normal so then I started my Instagram as a way to just get all of my thoughts out onto paper to kind of build a following so that then when I got older and had like heaps more content that I was able to cover, I had proof for like places if I ever wanted to talk at a school or something, they could see that I wasn't just a stranger off the street. Yeah. That I was like a person yeah. that had background, had following, was clearly knew what they were talking about. Yeah, that, and that's such a yeah. smart idea. <laughs> it's such a good way to go about it too. Like I was the same, I was like, I want to start making content so that people, you know, do take you more seriously because yeah. it's that kind of topic that like it makes so many adults uncomfortable for starters and so many people don't take almost a career in this seriously without yeah. seeing like the tangible evidence of like what does that mean and like that you actually yeah. know it do you want to go into like teaching sex ed at schools then so yeah not as in like I don't want to be a teacher I want to be a mm-hmm. public speaker like I want to come yeah. in as an external option and I can teach everybody what I know and then I think from the research I've done as well and my opinion and like my experiences I found that it's better when it's somebody that you don't have to see every day. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to learn about it from my PE teacher who's then going to yell at me when I have my period and don't want to run because he thinks that it will make me feel better for running, you know? Oh, my God, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. So definitely. Yeah, I um, I remember at all places, I was at the Danny Ute Buster. And I got in an argument with this guy who was studying to become a PE teacher and health teacher. And I was, had all of like this that I wanted to do. And he's like, no, I'm better off teaching sex ed because they know me and I'm going to feel more comfortable. And I was like, no, I'm better off because like, 
I literally, I'm someone that they might feel, once they like, you know, after a few minutes talking to them, they feel comfortable enough maybe to come and talk to me about things. But they also have that comfort of knowing that I'm not going to be there that next day and going to know all these things about them they might want to talk about. Yeah, 100%. And teachers just, they don't, a lot of them don't care what they're teaching as well. I think for sexual health, they're uncomfortable. Like I remember when I was working at Macca's, one of the guys that I worked with wanted to become a primary school teacher and he was like, I don't ever want to talk about periods. I don't ever want to talk about sex. Like I'm not doing it. I hate that idea, like blah, blah, blah. Like he was so uncomfortable even just saying those words out loud and I was like, well, that's great that you don't want to do that. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing so that you don't have to because it's not fair on the kids. It's not fair on you. If you, I mean, you shouldn't be uncomfortable about changing bodies when you've had that yeah. experience. But yeah, definitely, yeah, get the outside people in who care about what they're teaching, who want to talk about that, and the kids will have a better experience. Yeah, definitely. So obviously we're here to talk about periods. Yes. Now, are you able to talk about like what your own experience has been with your own period? Yeah. So I feel like mine was quite normal, like mm-hmm. very textbook, pretty much like when I first when I first got my period, my mum wasn't even in my house and my older friend was babysitting us and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And she had to take care of me. She's like, it's fine. Like, here's some pads. Do you want me to show you how to put it on? I was like, yes. And like crying because I was so yeah. like, I, well, I was like, taught kind of you have to be embarrassed it's like a scary thing Mm -hmm. like blah 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 like just from the world not from my mum or anything and so that finally happened and then I had to go to school the next day like I think it was the last day of school holidays or something and it was just like a normal like not super heavy not super light like anything like I got period pains and all of that but nothing that was like really terrible and then as I got older, I ended up getting the implant on, like the bar that you put in your arm so that you don't the contraception. And it kind of just like took away all of my pain. My periods became super, super light. And then I was fine. Like I would not even have to wear anything. Like that's how light they got. But then for all of my sisters, they've all had terrible period experiences. Like one of them, we're pretty sure she has endometriosis. Um, and then my other two just have really, really heavy, heavy, bad periods where they can't get up. And I'm walking around like, oh, no, I'm fine, you know, which is terrible. Yeah. But yeah. that's kind of my experience just with, like, how that happens. When you were at school, did you have shame around your period at all? Like, were you, like, in the toilets, like, oh, my God, I've got to open this, like, wrapper as quietly as I can so no one has my period? Or were you a lot more, like... Um, right, like didn't yeah. have shame around that? Mm, so definitely at the start, because I had got my period when I was in year seven, I wasn't really like scared or anything. It was more just like, oh, I'll quickly grab my pad out of my bag and I'll put it in my pocket and then ask to go to the toilet kind of thing. But I think mm-hmm. after about a couple of months, maybe when I started year eight, I was using tampons and I was like, absolutely not. Why am I hiding that I'm on my period when I know multiple other girls in the class are but people were so embarrassed like other people in the classes were so scared and then you know you'd get a pat out and they'd literally scream like especially the boys in the class would be so scared that we would like open pads 
like near them just because they were so scared of it for no reason and we're like it doesn't affect you it's okay literally literally you know? oh my god and right? like why so be then- scared of it <laughs> it's literally yeah. a normal thing well I know myself like I'm gonna be completely honest I've always hated my period like I hate it yeah. I hate the feeling of it I will literally try and skip it as many times as I can because I genuinely just like I'm like Mm-mm. oh really yeah I just <laughs> don't I I don't know I think it just makes it always just makes me like feel almost just I don't know I just don't there's just I don't know what it is it's something I obviously like need to work on myself but it's something that I just I hate the inconvenience like it's not an inconvenience but I hate like you know having to wear a pad to bed and I always bleed Mm. through so I always get it all over my sheets every single night of like the week I have it and normally I have it for like a week or longer and, like, yeah. I always used to bleed through my tampons. Like, even I'd get, like, the super ones and I'd still bleed through them. Like, oh, it was just... that literally sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, so I genuinely... I think I've just kind of had a bad relationship with it. So, therefore, yeah. I, like, just don't want to deal with it at all. And, of course, I'm also... Tried- yeah. Oh, sorry. Have you tried um, period underwear? No, I Wearing haven't. Them? I should do that. You have to do that. Literally yeah. wear that and... A tampon or that and a pad mm-hmm. and you that won't was- ruin your normal undies yeah and they're the best they're the best yeah. like sustainable product because yeah. I don't know if you've tried the cup yeah no I haven't I have tried so the cup. much to say about the cup oh, oh my dude. god it looks just so <laughs> daunting to me I just look at it and I'm like how do I pull it out or what if I pull it out and I'm at like a public toilet and it just goes everywhere it's <laughs> like, so weird you have to it? squeeze yeah. it and twist it like your origami I'm not even joking <laughs> and then you put it in and you're like as this in and then you have to like feel around to make sure it's up and take you have to like imagine this is your vagina uh-huh. you have to do this with your finger around the yeah. rim of the oh actual cup to like get it in and then I got it used it hated it used it again and then I got thrush because it was like oh, no. not as clean as it needed to be because I thought that you just had to, like, obviously I cleaned it in between changing it, but just with water, like, just rinsed everything off mm-hmm. to put it into yeah, then yeah, clean yeah. it properly As, yeah. after. And it was like, no, you need to use, like, no scent soap, this and that, blah, 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 like, boil it. And I was like, I used to have three just to, like, change it around. It was terrifying. Oh, I my only gosh. Used it but people are then terrified of that and think it's gross. It's the same as how there's stigma around pads. People yeah. hate pads. If you don't like pads, it's like everybody else who wears them is disgusting. But mm. they don't understand. Not everybody is comfortable. Like I have friends who have sex with their boyfriends and cannot put a tampon in. Yeah. Like they literally will not put one in. And they're like, no, I just cannot do it. Like they don't understand how to put it in, how to hold it, all of that stuff. And it it doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, well, you're able to have sex mm. with your boyfriend, but it's not my body I don't know how it works like yeah yeah yeah, only wear pads that's really interesting because I remember in high school when people would talk especially like when it got to like year 12 the the girls who still wore pads they 100% was a conversation of like well why aren't you why don't you use tampons like how could you still be using pads like why would you want to put yourself through that but it's such a normal thing like that's so true like I haven't even thought of that since honestly probably like high school when that would be brought (laughs) up in conversation yeah yeah that and then there's a whole nother like even just around like especially pads as well even if you watch like any kind of advertisement like from Libra or you or I think they're the only two that really ever actually have ads on tv Mm. but it's always about like 
being discreet, being so small, being unable to be seen and heard and all of this stuff that it's almost like it's saying to little kids like, no, periods are scary. They're gross. They're dangerous. You don't want to see them. Don't talk about them because look how small and discreet this packaging is. Like you open it, you can't hear it. Like you couldn't tell I was wearing one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, it's crazy that it's literally so without crazy. even saying that out loud, that's what it's implying. Like just and I understand that it means like or discreet and small so that it feels more comfortable. But nobody's wearing things like this big out in public for fun. They don't care if you have to wear a pad that's so big that it goes all the way up your back. I, you don't care if anybody else knows. Like, really, it's at that point in your life and they're like, no, 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 no one can have periods. Yeah, and it's so crazy. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. And, like, when basically, like, what, 50% of our population either has their period, has had it or will get one, why are we so, like, shameful around it and, like, literally trying to always hide it? I remember school always having to try and hide it in, like, bags and different things. You know what? Even, like... like and going to work like I know literally when I had my period a couple months ago I had to put tampons in my work bag and I'm like I hope they don't fall out like but even though I'm like and I know (laughs) I I, like I genuinely don't care but it's almost like subconscious because it's so ingrained in society yeah and like the thought just slipped in my head even though like I know that like if anyone asked me I'd be like yeah I don't care like I'm on my period but, like, it's just so ingrained. And, like, when you have yeah. that constantly, like, reinforced in so many different places and media and things, it literally have these thoughts literally slip in, even if you don't necessarily, like, agree with them. Yeah, 100%. I have had a similar experience as I think we all really have as well. But when I – where I used to work, the people that I worked for were so, like – oh I don't know what the word is but they were like very obviously like sexist racist homophobic like all of the things that you shouldn't be still and were really like proud to be like that and I one day had my period and I felt oh I just felt so like lethargic and I just wasn't really up for working that day but I had to go in anyway and I said out loud like my boss was like oh what's wrong and I was like oh I have my period and I was sitting at the table and she was over there and she like ran over to me and she's like, don't say that. Oh my God, don't say that. And I was like, what, say what? What are you, like, what, what did I say? Oh my God. And she's like, there's a boy in the cafe. And I was like, are you joking? He doesn't care. Uh-huh. Do you think that this man cares? He's still going to buy his coffee. She was oh like, my God. could not believe that I said this out loud. Was like, literally yelled at me like, do not say that. How dare you say that? I was like, oh, girl, you get them. That is crazy. It was crazy. That's so so bad. And it's so interesting too. You think the older Mm. we get, the less we would care. We're so uncomfortable with our bodies, which is crazy. Like we all have them. We all like, there's been so much research done into bodies. Like why are we so uncomfortable with them? Like, I don't understand. Like there's so many things that we're uncomfortable with, like beyond periods and anything sexually related. It's just like yeah. instantly like even like body hair. Oh like yeah. the the market value and like oh. the the money that goes into like hair removal is insane. Like I get laser uh-huh. on my on my armpits and my Brazilian because I was like, I don't want to shave anymore. Don't know why I needed to shave in the first place. Mm-hmm. Never ever 
no one told me I had to, but I just did. And I spent so much money beforehand and everyone's like, no, laser's the best. Like, oh my God. So I was like, yeah, we'll jump on that bandwagon. But there's people who get their legs like lasered and it's like $200 a session. And I'm like, that's crazy for something that everybody has. And you're paying $200 every couple Mm -hmm. of weeks to get rid of it forever. Like, are you a seal? No. Literally. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And honestly, whatever (laughs) whatever person out there said, like, let's take body hair off women, I fucking despise you. (laughs) I know. Oh, it's so annoying. And, like, if that, whoever the fuck come up with that, if they could have just not... (laughs) It wouldn't even be weird to have hair. Like, it would be so normal. And, like, the amount of hours Mm. of my life I have wasted (laughs) shaving, the amount of scars on my body because I've accidentally cut myself ingrown hairs, the scars from ingrown hairs. (laughs) Like, I literally, like, I reckon I started, especially, like, I would have been, like, 13, I reckon, the first time I tried to, like, fully shave my vulva. And don't know, I think I was starting to get a little bit sexual with my boyfriend and I was like, yep, I need to do this. No one told me I needed to do this, but it's just this thing like, you know, and especially like, because I had seen porn by then and everything too. So everyone's like either shaved or got some fancy pattern going on. Or they have like a beautiful little triangle or something. Yeah, like like, this (laughs) Or like the landing strip. that's hard to get. Yeah, I know. Literally. And that in itself was confusing because I was like looking at that, like, (laughs) is like, why? Like, we live, like, you know what I mean? Anyway, and I remember, like, I don't get it, it, hey. (laughs) And like, I remember I did it then for the first time. Mind you, that was the most complicated thing. Like, my body in different ways, trying to, like, so hard, was horrific, did not know you I had know. To, and, like, trying to shave without trimming beforehand, that was terrible. Like, it literally without took trimming. <laughs> I think it would have taken me, like, an hour. And then oh from my there, God. the ingrown hairs, everything, because I didn't take care yes. of myself properly. And that was They're from, They're so bad. So bad. And, like, I couldn't – I didn't feel comfortable but like, go to mum and be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like – can you help yeah. me out here? And by, if I had done that, because she's very much, like, all natural. She does not understand people who remove, like, um, like oh, yeah. hair on their vulva and stuff. She's like, why would you want to look like a 10-year-old? She's like, I don't get that. Yeah. And, like, but that's nothing. Why are we fetishizing, pr- like, a pre- Pre-pubescent pubes- body? Yeah. Yes. It's a thing. It's, like, full on because... <sighs> Like, oh, so controversial, but, like, the government, the whole world run by pedos. Like, if you even look into anything like that, there's so many things that suggest that. But even, like, if you Google image search, like, schoolboy, it comes up with, like, clip art. If you Google schoolgirl, it comes up with sexy costumes. Like, are you joking? There's so much stuff that just revolves around, like, pedo bait and things. And then the society is just ingrained into, like, loving. But I also think that it might just come from maybe oh I think it's the 60s when mm-hmm. all the ideal body shape was slim straight up and down like prepubescent that uh-huh. the old men still alive from when they were in 60s like teaching it down and you know they're the leaders of everything maybe I don't know yeah that's just a thought but like it's gross it's so it gross and gross. then wanting to have no hair because I don't want armpit hair I think armpit hair is like so irritating I don't like if I have armpit hair I feel like I smell more like I don't actually understand the purpose completely understand and 
get the whole like hair on your on your vulva like all in there it makes like takes care of you but armpit hair I don't understand what's it protecting me from nothing get rid of it it, (laughs) you know literally but then I feel like oh I don't I don't want to romanticize like children's bodies I don't want to have a child's body but I don't want to have hair because that's what I've been taught by society but then Mm -hmm. I also don't want it even though I understand it but then I feel uncomfortable when I think about it being like oh is this what it means? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I oh. do, 100%. And I also, doing all this work, becoming, like, you know, sex positive, looking into all these things, I yeah. also find it so conflicting because it's like, yeah, I should yeah. advocate for people to, you know, be able to have their bodies, one, how they want, and we should be able to grow our hair. But then I also, I'm not going to lie, I love the feeling of my shaved legs. And, having, and I'm like, it feels <laughs> wrong because I'm like, no, yeah. fuck that. But then I'm like, I actually love it at the same time, like that feeling. Yeah. But then also I think I'm uncomfortable with the feeling of leg hair because I'm so used to it always being yeah, shaved. 100%. So then I'm like, oh, well, that's what feels good. But then, I don't know, maybe that's just like shame around that too. But then it's, yeah, it's just so conflicting. The more you look into it's it, just like it's just... Shame around it. everything. Mm-hmm. I think the only way to deal with it is to like educate definitely yeah. educate yourself and then to like oh, like accept it like that's what that is and not shame other people not these other people like really do not judge anybody else like if I see someone walking down the street and they have a skirt on and hairy legs I'm like whatever I don't care yeah it's literally. not my body I think that's the only way and like they're not gonna yell at me because I've shaved my legs why would I yell at them for shaving their legs or for not shaving their legs but I remember there was a girl in my high school and she was very, like, sex positive, like, all um, all of that kind of stuff, like, very free, like, very, like, oh, this is my body, this is my rights. Like, all of those things, like, people that actually got stuff done at the school and they didn't shave their legs at all and it was, like, hairy, dark legs. And everybody was, like, oh, yuck, like, did you see their legs? Like, ew. And I was, like, but are you dying? Is it, like, affecting you? Like, absolutely not. But it was, like, a full-on stigma. And I went to, like, I went to Newtown, which is a performing heart, a performing arts high school. So it was very, like, anybody could be whoever they wanted to be. There was mm-hmm. such a big LGBTQ plus community at that school as well. So there wasn't a lot that could get uh, – there wasn't a lot that wasn't seen, if that makes sense. Like, okay, it, yeah. there was everything going on at that school. So it was shocking that literally Hairy Legs was – a bigger issue for some kids than half of the other stuff that was going on that if that happened at schools where I live, people would lose their shit. Like hairy legs is absolutely not okay, but you can have 900 sexual partners of all kinds of genders and that's not an issue, but how dare you not shave your legs? Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. It literally, when you think about it, it makes no sense but I suppose it probably just comes back to that we're more insecure about our bodies and have so much shame about our bodies than, like, anything else. And, like, I suppose, yeah. like, people, like, having sex, like, your body count. Like, that's what they call it. Like, it's about your oh, body. Like, it's not just 
oh, what's the word I'm trying to find? I don't know. Like it's all kind of just attached to our bodies and clearly this shame that so many of us have. Like even I'm guilty of it. Like I know there's so many times yeah. like I feel shame. And like look in the mirror every day and you look at yourself and you're like, oh, this could be better, this could be better. And I think it's so hard with social media too because you're constantly just like reinforced. Like I had to unfollow all of the people that like weren't serving me in a way. Like you know what I mean? Like oh, all yeah. the Kardashians. 100%. I was like, see you later. Yes, I might love oh, buying into the gossip, insane. but it's got to go. Like, I can't look at you yeah. every day and think that's, like, a, a body, a normal like, body, but, like, they've literally had so much work. Yeah, exactly. They can't even live up to their own beauty standards. No. But there's editing of every single one of their photos. And, think, like, did you see the whole massive issue that it was with, oh, I don't even know which one. I think Chloe. It was Chloe. The one that was always, like, the ugly one, even Uh though she's not ugly. Mm -hmm. And, like, the unedited photo. And it was, like, Uh the end of the world. And then she was posting this whole thing. And, like, I understand if anybody gets a bad photo, they're upset. But it was such bullshit. And she was, like, crying about it. And I was, like, I'm sorry. Like, I honestly feel bad that you're upset. But you're sobbing because there's a photo of you out there that's unedited. And it's, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to in anybody's life. Like, you're dying because this photo of you is unedited when do you see how big your following is all of the little girls that follow you or the little boys that follow you and they think that your body's real and natural which it isn't like do you really want small children thinking like no that's normal and that's a standard to then hate themselves every day like you don't even sell exercise products you sell jeans shut up yeah you know it's crazy and I'd hate to yeah I'd hate to think how much how insecure they are themselves it's awful I do feel bad, like, I couldn't imagine. And then I see, like, a lot of other – I follow a few on my Sexy Chi page, a lot of body positive people of all different, like, shapes and sizes because Mm -hmm. the whole, like, body positive we all know started from, like, obese black girls being like, no, I love my body. And then it stemmed Mm -hmm. to obese everybody, like, all um, races. And there's a lot of, like, controversy about how – like skinny people and not even skinny just like ideal body size body shape people are like oh I'm body positive because I love my body and it's like that's great that you love your body but it's not your movement kind of thing like it's great that you're supporting and showing all of this stuff but then there's a different way to kind of promote it so I follow all of these people to see what they do and there's this one girl and she's so fit like fitness model and she shows her body like sitting down and standing up and how she's like so fit and toned but she still has cellulite and then how she's got roles like all of this stuff but then I only like her because she shows how people pose for these photos yeah otherwise I feel like her account would be very like a little bit like oh okay we get it you're skinny and you have roles when you sit down because your body folds like we like I understand that but so good to show other people how it's so edited it's so like purposeful every single movement of your body like Mm -hmm. even just sitting up straight and then tilting your shoulders makes your whole figure change shape but then there's all of these other people as well I don't know I just think you have to be so careful with who you follow for that kind of thing because there's other people out there who have ideal body shapes in your mind like what I think I'm like oh no but I want to look like her I want that body shape and she's promoting self-love and how like, oh, no, but I love my flaws. And I'm like, but they're not flaws to me. Mm, it's, do yeah. you know what I mean? It's such yeah, a that's so interesting. Like, 
And then if they're promoting yeah. this thing as a flaw, but that's something you idolize or think is a good thing, then you're yeah. made to think, well, should I think that's a flaw? And if I yeah. then have your body, should I now hate that about myself? Yeah. That's, I've never thought of that. That is. That's why I had to unfollow one of these girls because I could not stand her being like, she had a like cellulite and she's like, stretch marks are my favorite body part. And I'm like, I know that you're, I know you don't believe that. Like, I understand you're saying this to promote like self love and this and that and how it's so important to have like, to love every part of yourself. So important. Like, I have stretch marks on. My boobs grew so quickly that I have lines all down my boobs just from weight and I don't look at them and go, mm, it's my favourite body part. I know they're there. I understand they serve a purpose. I don't look at them and go, oh, I'm so disgusting because of these marks. That's my body growing quicker. But then to be like, that's my favourite part. That's my favourite part. But I also love my cellulite. That's my favourite part of my body, like blah, blah, blah. But then you stand up and you look beautiful and you're, you have like an hourglass figure and you've got a breast reduction so that you could look better for yourself. I have bigger boobs than you. Am I supposed to get one? You're promoting self-love, but then you're also getting surgery, which is your yeah. whole journey. Like I'm not at all saying it's not okay to get a breast reduction or anything like that. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. no, It's just so crazy. Do. Like yeah, what people think and then you're doing a good service and then it's also questionable to other people because they think that's great. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> so true. That was literally like such a light bulb moment for me when you said that. Well, I suppose if we like kind of like bring it back to periods again. Yeah. And obviously we've like kind of said like shame is a big issue. Do you think there's any other big issues that are surrounding periods? Yeah. I think that there's definitely issues with um the education that's gone into periods and the education as in education for bigger period issues like there's not a lot of research on endometriosis there's only a little bit of information out there on polycystic ovaries like sorry like a lot of stuff like that but then also education to young children and how I don't know if it's still a thing I think it is though where boys and girls are separated when in primary schools with education which doesn't make sense and then nowadays I know that there's a lot more people who are um who are like non-binary and this and that what if you're you don't know like you don't know what's going on with your body you don't understand that because you were never taught when you were little and it affects everybody you can't be a man walking around not having any information out there on periods when you might have a wife you might have friends who are girls you might have like daughters, you need to know you're working with women everywhere. You're working with people who get their periods everywhere. Like it's so important that they teach that, which is also why I posted all of that period information on my sex with Chi and I tried to make it as like as simple as possible to understand because there's a lot more that happens in your period than just bleeding. Like there's there's like four cycles that happens because you ovulate which is when you like release your eggs and then there's the in between when you're ovulating and when you get your period that crosses over that's all of your hormones going crazy because they're like will we release an egg are we going to have a baby or oh, there's not a baby what are we going to do you're like estrogen levels lift and your progesterone levels like lift and drop and that's what makes you go like makes a lot of people go a bit crazy you know 
I don't know, that happens to me. I like cry mm. every day before I get my period. But then yeah. you get your period, which is you're finally bleeding. And then there's the next bit, which is in between you bleeding and you having like you ovulating again, which is all your levels going up and down back to normal. I didn't know that until I did my own research, which I had to then really look into to really understand what was actually happening to be able to put that back out there simpler so that more people could understand it. I didn't know that. I was 21 when I found that out and I had my period for what, seven, eight years. And then it's very simple. Like really, <laughs> it's not, it's not really a hard concept to, to even to teach, like, especially when like, and to teach it younger is another one of my biggest issues is that there's people who get their periods when they're eight years old. Like, I literally had someone at school who had their period at eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little children. My friend, I knew someone who had theirs when they were in like year three. Like that's awful to have to go through that at that age and then to not actually know about it for nobody in your school to even understand what you're going through except for teachers and then boys can't learn about it like oh my god it blows my mind that it's still like that it's terrifying it is and like they 100% need to be teaching it earlier and younger yeah and like it it just has to happen and I don't know why adults think it's such a bad thing if we're look taught these things earlier like even just sex ed and having sex like I was having sex just turned 14 I hadn't had a sex ed class yet and I don't know why they're so afraid that like if we teach sex younger they're gonna you know be having sex well we're already doing it so you might as well teach us and if anything how to be safe 100% if we are actually taught about it and understand all the consequences properly also how to deal with those consequences if they do come about we if we're more educated like, I think I saw somewhere that those who are taught sex ed younger don't necessarily start having sex younger. If anything, they have less consequences. But I really agree with you with the whole teaching sex ed over all younger, especially when you're in year seven and you're going into school. There's 18-year-olds at your school. There's proper adults who are, like, yes. walking around legally drinking. Why would I not know what sex is when I'm in year seven when people are doing it on the weekends? People are doing it in the music rooms. Like, are you joking? You're in year seven. You need to know what's going on. Teach it in year seven. Who cares? It can be then, but you need to learn about your body's changing and at least have a rough idea of what sex is before you're in year seven because that's already a shock going from primary school to high school. Yeah, you really need to. And it's not going to encourage you to have sex. Like, I learn about a lot of things. I'm not going to encourage to do it. Like... I exactly. learned, we learned about drugs in year seven and I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do heroin, woo, you know. <laughs> I'm like, yes. you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, I that's agree. so true. I agree so much. So true. And do you know another thing? I just thought if they say, like, we're going into high school, they actually sit us down, teach us all about sex from the start. For those mm-hmm. who then do go and have sex at 12, 13, 14, the, I would hope that, there would be less slut shaming because that is such yep. an issue in itself. But oh, if we were actually, because like if teachers are like, if we're not being taught about it to like year nine, but some of us are already been like, by the time I was in year nine, I was already having sex. So then mm. the slut shaming and the shame, because it's like, well, we're actually like from the school's point of view, from adults point of view and just like the world, we shouldn't be having sex to those who do like that's, that's dirty. Yeah, and they're disgusting. Like, yeah. But yeah. even if you're an adult and have sex, like I know 
like people I know have had multiple sexual partners who cares like honestly go for your life just as long as you're wearing protection is literally my friends message me and they go I had sex I was like that's amazing did you wear a condom like straight away because yeah. they know like I'm really like full advocate for protection full advocate for like contraception because it's so important but have sex with 99 people tonight I don't care just do you want 100 condoms like make yeah. sure you're safe and like but still other people are like that's disgusting the same girl the same person I worked for that yelled at me for saying I had my period would literally start chain everybody that she knew was like that's disgusting like what a whore like blah 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 but then was saying to us how she couldn't have sex with her fiance the way that she wanted to because he didn't want to treat her like a slut so she was oh like literally God. they were like having boring missionary sex and he was like I'm not gonna do anything that you want me to do to you because that's what I did to sluts that's what I did to gronks like words like that like that is so his own fiance, and she was like he respects me Oh my god, no he doesn't. That's not respect. <laughs> that is straight he up not respect. Care. That's disgusting. No. 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 It's not it's, disgusting. I, it's straight up not. Oh I don't get it. I straight up don't get <laughs> yeah, it. Neither. And I like especially like high schools obviously can just be a horrible place and like obviously that's mm. no excuse for slut shaming, but then getting into like adulthood that doesn't make sense to me. No, I agree. Like, and, like, high school, everybody's insecure. People who are shaming you for things is really only because they want to be doing that kind of stuff. Yes. Someone yelled at me in year seven because I've had big boobs forever, right? And our yeah. button came up to, like, your neck. Like, the top button was, like, a proper collar. And uh-huh. if I undid the first one, my button would gape open anyway. So I undid my second one. I was living my best life. I could actually move my arms. And she came up to me. She's like, only sluts undo their second button. I was like sweaty. I don't even know what a boy looks like. I don't even know how to kiss anybody. How am I smart? I just have big boobs. Like, are you Literally. kidding? Literally. Oh, like I was getting yelled at. That's so crazy. <laughs> so messed up and literally once again comes back to the idea of like shame around our bodies like girls who grow boobs at an earlier age are a slut if your boobs are too big you're a slut but then we'll also sexualize you because that's also a good thing but like literally at the same time we're gonna shame you yeah we even had like Like, teachers who slut shamed the girls in the same year so we're in seven these girls Uh uh-huh there was like i think there was three of them and they had short skirts not short as in like too short like our skirts were long skirts so we rolled them so they were above our knee like yeah. to look good we're not going to look ugly in our uniform we want to <laughs> yeah, look nice literally. and this one bitch yelled at them was like you girls are disgusting pull your skirts down blah 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 literally went up and yanked their skirts down so that their skirts were shorter and then like the next day these girls walked in with their skirts like literally with their ass on display just to get back at this teacher and she lost her shit and was like literally calling them sluts like saying they're disgusting girls because they had their skirts too short for this one bitch and I'm like why why do you care like their skirts were not short then we had in when I was in year 12 right and this oh my god made me so uncomfortable (laughs) right yeah my friend and I dressed up as Kath and Kim for our year 12 sports carnival yeah I've done it myself always (laughs) has her fat as g-string hanging out uh-huh. I was like I love her right so I yeah. got this fake g like a real g-string cut it off sewed it to my undies so that it could be like fully fully up to my hips like a leopard print g-string 
I looked incredible. I looked like him. And the yeah, teachers came up to me and they're like, you need to put that away. Mr. Cleese is uncomfortable. And I was like, it's fake. It's a costume. It's not my real undies. And they're like, you need to pull it down. One of the teachers are uncomfortable. And I was like, uncomfortable? Are you joking? He wants to fuck me because I have on a G-string. That's all that means. Your filth. You're teaching children. Why are you uncomfortable? Do you even clearly look like you should not be in this job if you're looking at your students and being uncomfortable and you like you can't control yourself? Yeah, go home then. I'm not pulling down my costume. Oh my god, it's not even real underwear. Literally, are you kidding? That's so fucked up. I had so we used to want to, um, we used to always wear like. Uh, mm. like skins like sports tights but the teachers they were like you can't wear that it's too revealing I'm like what do you mean and they were like it's really? inappropriate you to oh, wear those no They're like it's inappropriate around the male teachers because you can see our ass our outline of our ass and I'm like Absolutely excuse not. me you're a teacher like, so messed go up to the, go to jail and like some girls like that Literally, we had a girl move to our school and she went to this other school in, like, Warnable as well. And she got told off by a male teacher because you could see her bra through, like, her top because the tops were shitty quality and clearly, like, a bit see-through. See-through? Same at my school. And it's like, excuse me, like, why? I Like, it should not be, like, sexualized, especially in the school setting. Like, Meg, if you've got a problem get better quality t-shirts so we can wear whatever we want under it and it's not a problem i guess coming back to periods again we keep going on such they're great i love them i know (laughs) i know (laughs) um do you have any tips for like making periods a better experience especially for those i should probably listen because i'm here like i don't like my period (laughs) any tips for like making it a better yeah just experience Well, I think for me, especially, I definitely just had to learn to look at it as something that was natural and was a sign that my body was working properly and Mm -hmm. well. Like instead of hating the situation, hating what's going on, I don't want to hate a week of my life every week for the, like every month for the rest of my life or until I'm like 60 or whatever. So just to like really look at it as like, okay, well, my body's working well, I'm not pregnant. I'm having this is going on. It's all really fine. And then to like allow myself to be upset when I'm upset and allow myself to like be in pain because I'm in pain to, you know, take some Panadol. I want to eat chocolate. So I'm going to eat chocolate and Mm -hmm. then continue on with my day. Like let myself have a moment and then there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to sit in my bed for 24 hours because I'm on my period. Like I have to continue my day really I think is just the main thing is like accept it allow myself to feel what I want to feel and then move on because I'm not going to be mm-hmm. sad for nine hours like I don't want to be sad I don't like being sad I'm quite yeah, happy to exactly. be more happy and then really to like listen to what I'm craving if I'm craving chocolate I'm gonna have chocolate I drove last week I got my period for like an hour and a half to this one shop that sold cookies that I wanted because yeah, I wanted these cookies I was like no I'm bleeding. I want these cookies. I'll drive for an hour and a half. I don't care to get these bickies and then live my best life, you know? And then I got some hot chips after because I needed something salty. <laughs> I have that but problem really, all the I time. Think it's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's the main thing though like really is just like listening to your body allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel and then um like comfortable clothes I think you really need to wear comfortable clothes when you're on your period yeah and like if that means not wearing a bra don't wear a bra that means wearing trackies out for dinner wear trackies out for dinner I will wear trackies out for dinner as many times as I want if I feel a bit uncomfortable you know and I think also I don't know if this happens to you, but when I get my period the week before or like even just leading up to it, I'm like cannot function properly. And I think that I'm the dumbest person in the world because I can't remember to do things. I don't know what, how to write certain things down. And I think that I'm so dumb and I'm like, I'm literally the dumbest person alive. Like I get so angry that I can't do what I need to do. And then I bleed the next day and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, are you joking? I think also you just need to not be hard on yourself. Like, which is so easy to say. It's so easy to say, but then like, I know so many people, they get their period and they're like, oh, it explains everything that I've been so upset for. And I think that's such a relief as well. Is you're like, I'm not dumb. I'm just bleeding. But then you've been, been crying for three days and there's nothing you can do about it. But Oh, it's just a mess. And I suppose doing like <laughs> the things you love to at that time, taking yeah. time for like self-care and yeah, definitely. You, know, you can make yourself a priority. And I suppose that can be so hard when people do feel shame attached to it. They're like, yeah, they need to, especially because like people don't necessarily talk about them so openly. So they do think they need to soldier oh. on and go do all these things as normal, but they probably should, if they need it, take that step back and like have yeah. a break and focus 100%. on yourself. Yeah, definitely. And surround yourself with people who actually understand and care as well. Like my friends, that my two best friends that I hang out with like every day, they get it as well. They're very open with like their periods. Like they'll ring me and be like, Kiara, I'm bleeding. What do I do? Or they'll be like, oh, I went to the doctors and this is what they say. I just want to let you know because you care. And I'm like, yep, that's great. And stuff like everybody needs to surround themselves with people like that. Like I don't hang out with people anymore who are, like shamed of certain things and disgusted by this and that and like it makes my everyday life better that I know that I can do whatever I need to do I can ring my friends and ask them questions about that like I had a stupid like ingrown hair on on my vulva and so I sent a photo of it to my friend and was like does this look weird to you and she's like no that's normal you know like and that's such an important thing to be able to do is there anything else that you want to touch on Oh, have like a bath, maybe. I got this girl to make me all of these like bath bombs and bath salts for like when you have your period and lavender. Lavender is like really good for periods. I don't know oh, why really? there's something about I didn't it. Know being, that. Like, it's more for like the scent releases like calmness into mm-hmm. like something about it and the oils in it and everything, but it like makes you feel more calm, which makes you feel more relaxed, which then if you're more relaxed, you're not as stressed, so your cramps aren't that bad because your whole body is all connected with your brain and your everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and I think another thing: so many people are scared of having a bath on their period. I remember in like yeah, in we would have been year eight, I think year eight health, and they like put us girls separated us from the boys for starters, and then <laughs> they um were like debunking myths, and they were like, go to this side of the room if you think you can have. A bath on your period and all the girls went mm. to know because we're like no you yeah. can't do that like you no, can't you can. sit I know crazy it's like, like really and- magic that the blood doesn't come out in water don't yeah. know why 
anyway, well, thank you so much for coming on today. It was amazing. No, we talked about so much more than I was planning on it, but it was literally amazing. I know. <laughs> it was so good. Thank you again to Kiara for coming on and talking about all of those issues. It was such a great conversation. Now it's always shaggers. Please, if you have the time, go and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me. Also, if you have any comments, questions, stories, anything at all, you can reach out through my Instagram. That's orgasmic or through my email, emilyduncan at thestealedsection.com. Now, next week, we're going to be talking all about orgasms. We talk with Laurie Mintz, so please get excited for that one. (laughs)